0: For the second Sunday in Advent, repentance being the theme. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. John the Baptist called out in the wilderness, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Christ himself hath suffered being tempted. By his holy life and innocent death, he hath, conquered, he hath conquered Satan and is able to help us that are tempted. Let us pray. Almighty God, your holy word has called us to repent of sin and walk in your path of righteousness. For the sake of Jesus Christ, you have not quickly judged the world for sin, but have given all a time of grace and a call to turn from evil ways. By the power of your Spirit, turn our hearts to you. Make us grow in our obedience to your word. In Jesus, you have revealed to us your holy love. Make us to love one another as he has loved us, and to serve one another as if we were serving you through Jesus Christ our Lord. Open thou my lips, and my mouth shall show forth thy praise. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia. Behold, the King cometh. O come, let us worship him. Come, let us sing unto
1: the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great, God's in His hand are the deep places of the earth. The strength of the hills is His also. Sea is His, and He made it. And His hands form the dry. For the Lord our Maker For He is a God And we are the people of His pasture And the sheep of His hand Glory be to the Father And to the Son And to the Holy Ghost As it was in the beginning ever shall be, world without end.
0: Amen. Behold, the king cometh. O come, let us worship him. Say ye to the daughter of Zion, Behold thy salvation cometh. The Lord shall cause his glorious voice to be heard, and ye shall have gladness of heart. Give ear, O shepherd of Israel, that thou leadest Joseph like a flock. Thou that dwellest between the cherubims, shine forth. Turn us again, O God, and cause thy face to shine, and we shall be saved. Return, we beseech thee, O God of hosts, look down from heaven, and behold, let thy hand be upon the man of thy right hand, upon the Son of Man whom thou madest strong for thyself. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Say ye to the daughter of Zion, Behold thy salvation cometh the old testament lesson for this second sunday in advent is written in the fourth chapter of the book of the prophet malachi beginning at the first verse for behold the day comes it burns as a furnace and all the proud and all who work wickedness will be stubble and the day that comes will burn them up says the lord of armies that it shall leave them neither root nor branch but to you who fear my name shall the son of righteousness arise with healing in its wings. You will go out and leap like calves of the stall. You shall tread down the wicked, for they will be ashes under the soles of your feet in the day that I make, says the Lord of hosts. Remember the law of Moses my servant, which I commanded to him in Horeb for all Israel, even statutes and ordinances. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the great and terrible day of the Lord comes. He will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the earth with a curse. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God. The epistle is written in the fifteenth chapter of Romans, beginning at the fourth verse. Brothers, For whatever things were written before were written for our learning, that through perseverance and through encouragement of the Scriptures we might have hope. Now the God of perseverance and of encouragement grant you to be of the same mind with one another according to Christ Jesus, that with one accord you may with one mouth glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, welcome one another even as Christ also welcomed you to the glory of God. Now I say that Christ has been made a servant of the circumcision, for the truth of God, that he might confirm the promises given to the fathers, and that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. As it is written, Therefore I will give praise to you among the Gentiles and sing to your name. Again he says, Rejoice, you Gentiles, with his people. Again, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, let all the peoples praise him. Again, Isaiah says, There will be the root of Jesse, he who arises to rule over the Gentiles. In him, the Gentiles will hope. Now, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that you may abound in hope in the power of the Holy Spirit. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God. Out of Zion the perfection of beauty God hath shined. Our God shall come, and shall not keep silence. Gather my saints together unto me, those that have made a covenant with me, by sacrifice. Alleluia. The powers of heaven shall be shaken, and then they shall see the Son of Man coming in a cloud, with power and great glory. Alleluia. The Holy Gospel is according to St. Luke, the twenty-first chapter. Glory be to thee, O Lord. Jesus said, There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars, and on the earth anxiety of nations, in perplexity, for the roaring of the sea and the waves, men fainting for fear, and for expectation of the things which are coming on the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken." Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud, with power and great glory. But when these things begin to happen, look up, and lift up your heads, because your redemption is near. He told them a parable. See the fig tree and all the trees. When they are already budding, you see it and know by your own selves that the summer is already near. Even so, you also, when you see these things happening— know that God's kingdom is near. Amen. I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all things are accomplished. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. So be careful, or your hearts will be loaded down with carousing, drunkenness, and cares of this life, and that day will come on you suddenly." for it will come like a snare on all those who dwell on the surface of all the earth. Therefore, be watchful all the time, praying that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will happen, and to stand before the Son of Man. Here ends the Gospel. Praise be to thee, O Christ. Behold the days come, saith the Lord, that I will raise unto David a righteous branch. And a king shall reign and prosper, and shall execute judgment and justice in the earth. And this is his name whereby he shall be called, The Lord our Righteousness. In his days shall Judah be saved, and Israel shall dwell safely. And this is his name whereby he shall be called, The Lord our Righteousness. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, And this is his name, whereby he shall be called the Lord our Righteousness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. From the Antiphon, say to the daughter of Zion, Behold, your salvation comes. The Lord will cause his majestic voice to be heard, and you shall have gladness of heart. In the gospel, our Lord says, there will be signs in sun and moon and stars on the last day. The light in the sky will go out. There will be no more night and day. The seasons will cease in a moment. And as you see the sky fall that day, the scriptures say, you shall have gladness of heart. Our Lord says on the earth distress, distress of nations and perplexity because of the roaring sea and the waves. The seas will crash into the lands, waves will swallow up the earth, and the ground will shake violently. And as the waters fall on you and the ground shakes beneath you, the scriptures say you shall have gladness of heart. Our Lord says there will be people fainting with fear and with foreboding of what is coming on the world. The skies will roll up like a scroll. Every body in the heavens will wither away like a fig tree. The heavens will disappear with a rushing noise. Angelic warriors, fierce angelic warriors, will descend from above. Every evil sin and deed will be exposed as the ground quivers. You will see and feel and smell all of it. And the scriptures say, you shall have gladness of heart. Our Lord says the powers of of the heavens will be shaken. Heaven will quake as the earth quakes. Angels will shake as they see the judgment brought down. You will see angels, angels that men have seen throughout history and have been scared of. You will see those angels quiver with fear from witnessing the judgment. And you shall have gladness of heart. Today in our world, there are many rich and powerful men that believe they rule the world. There are nations who believe they sit on thrones above the rest of the world, ruling their wills against whoever they want, perceiving what they do as good. But on that day, the true king will come down in a power, in a cloud with power and great glory, and everyone the world over will hear his majestic voice, a voice in wrath and indignation. You will see the power of the Almighty's right hand thrown down, throwing down his scepter and judgment, and what the scriptures call a flame of devouring fire. You will see him strike all evil with judgment like that of a scattering storm and hailstones. You will see all this terrible image and the scriptures say, you will have gladness of heart. Isaiah describes it even further than that if you read these verses in the scriptures. He says that not only well, you have gladness of heart seeing all these things. You'll hear all this judgment around you, and it will be to you a song. It will be to you like a glorious hymn. The scene our Lord paints of the last day should frighten us, it should make us run to the mountains for cover or to flee to the bunkers for hiding because if angels fear what they see that day shouldn't we be filled with even more dread knowing that we'll see it too because the angels that come from heaven they haven't sinned we however we know our sins we know the idols that we've kept in our hearts we know the superstitions that we believed that don't come from God's word we know That we would rather serve the gods of this world at times than go to worship at church where we find it boring. We know when we have dishonored parents. We know when we've been angry at our brothers and wanted them dead. We know the loss of our hearts. We know the lies and the gossips that have come from our lips. We know the things in our possessions that we took that God did not give us. We know how we've sinned against God. We know how those sins will be exposed on the last day. All things will be. We know that the judgment that we hear from Christ should be ours. We should receive it. But the Scriptures say, on that day you shall have gladness of heart. Not only gladness of heart, but you'll hear the Lord's majestic voice. You'll hear the song of judgment play in the heavens. And that song will lead you like a flute player into a royal feast, into a wedding feast. There will be judgment out there and you'll be feasting in here. And how can this be? Because our Lord says on that last day, for you you will see your redemption drawing near. The divine promise of coming judgment has with it also the divine promise of your redemption and deliverance. Because the king that comes for you has already suffered this judgment on your behalf. When he hung on the cross for you, that is when the sun and the moon and the stars went dark at noon. When he hung on the cross for you, that is when the Father in heaven violently threw down his right hand in judgment on the Son for our sins. He struck the Son with his wrath like a mighty deluge, and he struck his Son with judgment like hailstones from heaven. The king suffered this judgment as he gave up the ghost. Where his death was met with the earth quaking. Where angels saw his death and shook in fear. Where in the Roman centurion, he represents all the nations that quake and proclaim that this is the Son of God. Where at his death, the seas of waters roared out of his side. For at his death, those in hell fainted with fear because they saw their judgment coming upon them because the price of redemption had been paid and it had arrived. Your Savior suffered that judgment for you so on the last day, you would not suffer it yourself. The only hope On that last day, on that day of judgment, the only hope is abandoning all other hope. On that day, no one will be able to hide in the mountains, because at the voice of the Lord, they will be torn asunder. On that day, there will be no bunkers to hide in, because the ground will be split open. Even death itself won't be an escape on that day, because all will be raised to kneel to our Lord and death will only be a punishment. The only hope on that day is to hide in the body of our Lord who received this punishment for us. The only hope is to be baptized into his body in the deluge of baptism, to be led into the church through the waters with the song of redemption playing. The only escape will to be in the ark of Of our Lord which is the church feasting there because as we sit in the ark of the church feasting on the choices of foods there will be judgment raging outside that will be like a beautiful hymn to us inside say to the judge say to the daughter of Zion behold your Savior comes Your salvation comes. This is a call to faith. A call to all the faithful to come, to arise where they are, journey together, and to gather around Christ crucified on the throne of his cross. Because the daughter of Zion is the church. It is the body of Christ. It is you who have been baptized into Christ. It is you who are the children of God. This is God calling you who you are. The daughter of Zion. And this is God telling you what your future holds. What your fate will be. What the end of the road of faith is. You will be raised to life with joy of heart on the day of judgment. It will be a terrible day. An incredible day on that day you shall have gladness of heart. And so our Lord tells you all this, who you are, what's going to happen to you. And then he tells us this parable. He says, look at the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they come out in leaf, you see for yourselves and know that the summer is already near. So also when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Now when these things begin to take place, straighten up and raise your heads because your redemption is drawing near. Look around you at what's happening in the church. Last week here alone we had a baptism. A couple months back we walked with a sister in Christ as she left this world to be called into glory. We come to this altar every Sunday singing hymns to God Hymns that lead you up to the altar, to Christ, where you feast. You feast in the church amidst an evil world. All these are your signs that the tree is coming out in leaf, That the summer will be here any moment. These are your signs that your redemption is near. That soon you will be ushered into the kingdom of God. You see, there's no need to come to church pretending to be great in and of ourselves or to think that we need to perform something great to impress God or that we need to make something happen before the great day comes or that we need to do something ourselves so that Jesus will come back as if it depends on us. We don't need to think any of that. Because we see that the tree, that the tree is in leaf right now. The daughter of Zion has been baptized. You will be risen on the last day. You will stand before your Lord on the last day. All the nations will look upon the church on that last day, standing before her Lord, and they will see in the church a beauty that the world has never seen. They will see in a church a beauty that isn't her own, but has been gifted to her from God, a beauty and a glory that will never fade. The beauty is that of a beautiful bride on her wedding day. That's your future. Our Lord says, Truly I say to you, this generation, He's speaking to you, the baptized, who do not die. You, this generation, will not pass away until all has taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. This is who you are in Christ. This is your future. This is right around the corner. And this future is more certain than the heaven you see above you and the earth you see beneath you. Because God's word promises it. This is yours. Say to the daughter of Zion, Behold, your salvation comes. The Lord will cause his majestic voice to be heard, and you shall have gladness of heart. To which our Lord says, Watch yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and cares of this life. And that day come upon you suddenly like a trap, for it will come upon all who dwell on the face of the whole earth, but stay awake at all times, praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. You're the baptized. The Lord's word is yours. Your baptism from God is yours the supper is yours this is your future you don't have to wait until the last day to hear the word of the Lord to hear his majestic voice you can hear it even now at church and in the scriptures every day you don't have to wait to have gladness of heart on the last day gladness of heart is yours right now because you know what the future brings Yes, there is suffering in this world. People will mock us and jeer us for what we believe. Some may even try to destroy us for what we believe. Yes, the devil, as our catechism teaches us, is always flinging his fiery arrows at us, tempting us. And our flesh sins every day. We feel it all too often. And we know that our Lord, when he sees our sin, disciplines and chastises those he loves. But even with that suffering, even with the discipline from the Lord, we are glad of heart even now because all suffering that we have here is suffering with our Lord. We are glad of heart now when the devil tempts us because we know that his judgment is coming. And with his judgment comes our deliverance. We are glad of heart now knowing that, yes, our evil will be exposed on the last day, our sins will be exposed on the last day, but they will be exposed as they are covered in the blood of Christ. The fire of judgment will burn up all those evil deeds, leaving us not destroyed but purified and perfected in heart. We are glad of heart because we know God does not abandon his own. He forgives us. And he demonstrates that power and love of forgiveness every Sunday here at this altar, at the supper. And he's telling us today that the power and love he demonstrates here in this supper is the power and love that he will show to all the world, or he revealed to all the world on the last day when we will feast at the great banquet to the divine song. So we wait with gladness of heart. But it's not a waiting of just sitting around being bored. It's not a waiting of binging on Netflix or twiddling our thumbs. It's not a waiting of drunkenness or the cares of this life. If those things become our life, they become traps for us. That's what our Lord warns. Rather, our waiting on faith comes at the Lord's call to the daughter of Zion to live this faith to suffer with gladness, to gather with the brothers around the word of God, to love the brothers and to give charitably to them, whether in heart or possessions, to share the word with those outside the church, those who hate the word, to share it with them anyways, so that they may join us at this feast. (coughs) We wait not with the burden of the cares of this life weighing us down like a trap, but we wait with gladness of heart, with the cares of the church on our mind, knowing that one day we will rise with the church. Say to the daughter of Zion, behold, your salvation comes. Your salvation comes to the altar this day. Let us gather together, be glad of heart in his forgiveness, and eat and drink as one. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom shall he reign from henceforth even forever. Alleluia. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up an horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. all the days of our life. And thou, child, shall be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people by the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom shall he reign from henceforth, even forever. Alleluia. O Lord, have mercy upon us. O Christ, have mercy upon us. O Lord, For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day He rose again from the dead he ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Christian church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Unto thee have I cried, O Lord, and in the morning shall my prayer prevent thee. Let my mouth be filled with Thy praise, and with Thy honor all the day. O Lord, hide Thy face from my sins, and blot out all mine iniquities. Create in me, O God, a clean heart, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from Thy presence, and take not Thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of Thy salvation, and uphold me with Thy free spirit. Vouchsafe, O Lord, this day, to keep us without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let Thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in Thee. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come unto Thee. Stir up our hearts, O Lord, to make ready the way of Your only begotten Son, so that by His coming we may be enabled to serve You with pure minds. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, ever one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty and most merciful God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we give you thanks for all your goodness and tender mercies, especially for the gift of your dear Son, and for the revelation of your will and grace. And we beseech you, so, to implant your word in us that, in good and honest hearts, we may keep it and bring forth the fruits of faith by patient continuance and well doing. Most heartily, we beseech you so to rule and govern your Church Catholic, with all her pastors and ministers, that we may be preserved in the pure doctrine of your saving word, whereby faith toward you may be strengthened, love and charity increased in us toward all mankind and your kingdom extended. Send forth laborers into your harvest and sustain those whom you have sent, that the word of reconciliation may be proclaimed to all people and the gospel preached in all the world. Grant health and prosperity to all who are in authority, especially to Joseph, our president, the Congress of these United States, Kim, our governor, the legislature of this state, and to all our judges and magistrates, and endue them with grace to rule after your good pleasure, to the maintenance of righteousness, and to the hindrance and punishment of wickedness, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. May it please you also to turn the hearts of our enemies and adversaries, that they may cease their enmity and hostilities, and be inclined to walk with us in meekness and in peace." All who are in trouble, want, sickness, anguish of labor, peril of death, or any other adversity, especially those who are in suffering for your name's sake, comfort, O God, with your Holy Spirit, that they may receive and acknowledge their afflictions as the manifestation of your fatherly will. Especially do we pray for those that we name in our hearts at this time. Help us by true faith and a godly life to prepare for the world to come, doing the work you have given us to do while it is day, before the night comes when no one can work. And when our last hour shall come, support us by your power and receive us into your everlasting kingdom. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, Defend us in the same with Thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by Thy governance, may be righteous in Thy sight. Through Jesus Christ, Thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with Thee and the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Amen. Let my mouth be filled with Thy praise, and with Thy honor all the day. O Lord, our heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight. Through the same Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Ghost. Ever one God, world without end. Amen. We give thanks unto Thee, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, thy dear Son, that Thou hast protected us through the night from all danger and harm. And we beseech Thee to preserve and keep us this day also from all sin and evil, that in all our thoughts, words, and deeds we may serve and please Thee. Into Thy hands we commend our bodies and our souls